I am Dr. Barbara Kiel, and some clients of mine prefer to call me Dr. Bibi. And to be honest, I quite like it. Welcome to my podcast. To be honest, a podcast that is born out of mental health efficacy. I believe in the power of intention, and my intention for this podcast is to educate whoever wishes to listen, and to make a paradigm shift in how we perceive mental illness. I also believe mental health education is key, and that one of the most valuable gifts you can give yourself is to invest. In your own mental health. Let's face it, we all need to learn how our minds work, and have the skills to deal with life's ups and downs. And more importantly, let us strengthen our ability to better connect with and support each other. Strong, empathetic. Nurturing and caring relationships have the power to prevent everyday challenges from becoming more concerning issues like mental illness. The responsibility to renew focus on your own mental well-being begins now. Let us set the energy of this episode together. You may wish to put your hand on your heart. And close your eyes, unless you're driving or operating heavy machinery. So take a deep breath in, and as you exhale, let your thoughts go. Let your worries go. Let any tension in your body go. And let your past go. Now take a moment to plug into the greater energy of the universe. Feel your heart, and imagine us all connected in a unified field of divine white light. And know that you are safe. All is well, and so it is. So take another deep breath in. And exhale out loud with a sigh. <sighs> And when you are ready, slowly open your eyes. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to To Be Honest. And a very warm welcome to our first-time listeners. Now, after last week's episode, I hope you have assessed whether you grew up in a dysfunctional household. And you may feel a sense of hopelessness, but all is not lost, my audience. There are many things you can do to heal and live a balanced and productive life. So, before I give you some practical suggestions, let me recap what a dysfunctional family is. A dysfunctional family is one whose interactions are distorted by the addictions, compulsions, and behaviors of one or more of its members. So, as a result, the needs of each individual in the family are somehow ignored, and a rule of in quotation marks 
don't trust, don't feel emerges. The result is that children grow up with their own self-destructive patterns. In other words, you will find people who grow up in dysfunctional families tend to have similar traits and unhealthy coping patterns. Now, it is exactly these traits that set us apart from others. Now, it is important for me to emphasize here: not everyone who grew up in a dysfunctional family has all of the following characteristics that I'm going to share with you in a minute. However, I believe it helps us understand further about how one tends to respond when having grown up in a dysfunctional household. They never feel that they know what normal is. They have difficulty following through with things. They lie with ease or stretch the truth. They judge themselves without mercy. More often than not, they are self-loathing. They have difficulty relaxing and just having fun or playing, or just be. They take themselves very seriously and can be highly intense. They have difficulty with intimate relationships. They tend to overreact to changes over which they have no control. They constantly seek approval and affirmation. They feel they are different and don't quite quotation marks fit in with others. They are either super responsible or super irresponsible. They are extremely loyal, even in the face of evidence to the contrary. They maintain the lie that everything was okay in the family. They are impulsive and jump into things without thinking clearly. They have problems with anger and underlying depression. They have never grieved their lost childhood. They believe that with a little more effort, they can get others to love them. And last, they believe that with a little more effort, they can get others to change. Now, the adult children that grew up in a dysfunctional family, they never feel that they know what normal is. They think they know. In fact, they believe that they know it better than anyone else. But they are never really sure. Such individuals are actually very practical people who have learned to survive in life on instinct. However, this leaves them feeling insecure about what is really the right way of doing things. They simply have no experience with what is normal. Growing up, they never had the freedom to ask. So they never know for sure, right? So their goal in life is to keep others from finding out that they don't know. Instead, they have to guess all the time, which ends up to be difficult, lonely work. They missed out on the discussions with their parents about how to handle things, and they have no frame of reference for what is okay to say and to feel. Now, some adult children also have difficulty in following a project through from beginning to end. They may have great beginnings, but then have problems with full follow through because they are doing several things at once and trying to do everything. 
they have problems pacing themselves and their activities, tending to become exhausted with all that they have to do. Now, mind you, the real problem is that they are not procrastinators in the usual sense. They came from homes of an awful lot of promises. No one took time to sit down and say, "Hey, that's a good idea." Avoiding the entire truth, adult children can lie with ease, or stretch the truth, even when it would be just as easy to tell the truth. So the first and most basic lie is the family's denial of the problem. They recognize the truth, but also a struggle to deny it. There were also a lot of promises that also turned out to be lies. Now, adult children had to maintain the lie that everything was okay in the family when many problems were obvious. They may have lived. In an、uh, quotation marks, as if family that looked good from the outside was even loving, but the alcohol or other dysfunction did not allow them to fully be a child. They learned how to lie by the experts. Another pattern is high standards of performance. Adult children judge themselves without mercy and have very high standards of performance for everything that they do. They also tend to do most of the work because they know that they do it the best. Now, when they were children, there was no way they were good enough. They were constantly criticized. Often for things that made no sense. If one hears something often enough for a long enough period of time, guess what? You will end up believing it. As a result, one internalizes these criticisms as negative self feelings. So judging themselves negatively is one of the things that they do best. The judgment of others is not nearly as harsh as the judgment of self. Black and white, good or bad, are typically the way of looking at things. So, if things are good, there is always the risk or fear that it won't last. Therefore, there is a great deal of pressure on adult children all the time. Now, how about the inability to have fun? Adult children have difficulty relaxing and just having fun or playing. It is difficult for them to sit still and relax. There is a need to be constantly doing something and keeping busy. So, why are they like that? It's because no one played with them or taught them how to play when they are growing up, or even what the rules for playing are. Therefore, they are afraid to take time off to play. They have to be always on the go. Now, let's talk about the adult children have difficulty with intimate relationships. Now, they want very much to have healthy, intimate relationships, yet they have no frame of reference for what is healthy. They carry with them the experience of, in quotation marks, "come close, go away." The fear of abandonment gets in the way of getting close. They don't feel good about themselves or believe that they are lovable. They feel okay only if someone else tells them they are okay. 
This gives the other person the power to lift one up or knock them down. A minor disagreement gets very big, especially very quickly for adult children of abuse, because of the issue of being abandoned takes precedence over the original issue. Fear of being abandoned or rejected brings on a fear of urgency. Now, this sense of urgency makes the other person feel smothered, even though it is not the intent. Another pattern: difficulty adapting to change. Adult children overreact to changes that they have no control over. So, being in control is obviously very important to them. They want others to be controlled as well. And to do things right, change in any schedule is difficult for them. They become irritable, easily upset when things are not right, and overreact to even minor changes. The young child of the dysfunctional family was not in control. Obviously, to survive, they needed to turn that around. They needed to take charge of their environment. So the adult child learns to trust themselves more than anyone else when it is impossible to rely on somebody else's judgment. So as a result, they are often accused of being controlling, rigid, and lacking in spontaneity. It comes from the fear of not being in control or in charge if a change is made abruptly. Quickly, without being able to participate in it, it frightens them. Okay, so what is the result for those adult children who constantly seek approval and affirmation? As a result, they tend to be codependent, needing to take on all the responsibility, do all the work, help others, and forget their own needs. The message received as a child was very confused. It was not unconditional love, that's for sure. Instead, they were mixed messages, such as "Yes, you are such a good girl for daddy. Daddy loves you." And then there's "Oh, go away! You are bothering me. I'm working." Left one confused and needy. An example of a real-life person that comes to my mind right now is Gillian Maxwell. Not only did she grow up in a highly dysfunctional family, it was abusive. Now, when positive affirmations are offered, it is very difficult to accept. You may say it doesn't make sense, right? That's what they needed. So when they got it, why can't they accept it? The simple fact is that they do not think they are worthy, and since they also have trust issues, they don't trust the affirmation and/or the person that offers that affirmation, even when it was genuine. Adult children have problems with anger and underlying depression and sadness, which they may not recognize, particularly sometimes for men. However. Depression is anger and frustration held inside, and that's how I define depression. If I could put depression in a nutshell, is anger turned inward. So there's a sense of seriousness, underlying criticalness, and a negative response style in the tone of the person's voice. In other words, more often than not, their internal dialogue. Tends to be negative and critical. 
adult children have never grieved their lost childhood. They had to grow up too fast. They were the children who looked and acted like in quotation marks little adults, even when they were just very young children. Now, adult children who feel that they are different from other people and just don't quite fit in, they have difficulty relaxing with others. They assume that everyone else feels comfortable, and they are the only ones who feel awkward. They simply did not have the opportunities or time to develop the social skills necessary to feel comfortable or part of a group. You see, my audience, the thing is. It is really hard for adult children to believe that they can be accepted for who they are, and that the acceptance does not have to be earned. So somehow, feeling different and somewhat isolated is part of their makeup. And for those adult children, they are either super responsible or super irresponsible. There is no middle ground in functioning. They tend to worry that a task will not get done if they don't do it. Work hard or do nothing. Saying no is extraordinarily difficult. They do it because they don't have a realistic sense of their capacity, or. Because if they say no, the fear is of being found out as incompetent. The constant need to prove to oneself and others. So no doubt, adult children are highly intense people in everything that they do. There is a tendency to be perfectionistic, compulsive, obsessive, and have a need to have everything in order. They react to anything that is not done perfectly or cleaned up in the right way. Some adult children can be extremely loyal, even in the face of evidence that the loyalty is undeserved. This loyalty is more the result of fear and insecurity. Adult children believe that with a little more effort, they can get them in quotation marks to love them and change to be better parents or people. Okay, my audience. I think I have covered most common traits and characteristics of adult children of dysfunctional families. So, if you have more than one of those patterns of behavior, listen up. Here are some suggestions to get you on your way to healing and recovery. First is to get some therapy. Get professional help. A good therapist can help you look at those old internal wounds and work with you to help heal them. If you are still in denial and thinking that you can heal on your own, you are highly mistaken. Particularly when you know you have experienced some form of abuse and that you did grow up in a dysfunctional family. A registered therapist or counselor will definitely be able to help you to learn how your family operates and what makes it dysfunctional. For starters, learn how to identify your triggers and emotions, to accept them, regulate, and process them. My podcast episode one one two: Learn to regulate your emotions will definitely help you to get started. Learn to develop healthy communication skills. 
understand that as a child you didn't have a voice, but as an adult you do. So learn to express your feelings. They are in there. Need to be processed and verbalized. Give your inner hurt child a voice. Stay away from the toxic environment and people as much as possible. If not, then make sure you learn how to set boundaries with family and/or toxic people when needed. It is a great skill to learn what limits you need in your family and what people tend to bring out the most dysfunction. Have a listen to my podcast, Doctor BB's podcast. To be honest, episode eighty to eighty-two. The topic is healthy boundaries, healthy relationships. There, you will learn the different types of boundaries, how to have basic boundaries, as well as to set your own boundaries. Realize that no matter what you were told when you were young, you are worthy of love. You matter. Stop repeating the cycle you lived in. It is necessary to find a new normal. Remember, you must act. Just by thinking and realizing is not enough. One way to stop the cycle is to give up any upcoming roles you played. What role did you play? You have to know that. Is it something that works for you? If not, then you must discard, get rid of it. You are not a victim anymore unless you allow yourself to be, because you are no longer the child. You are an adult now. One action you can take is to heal your past childhood wounds. Otherwise, you continue to hurt yourself and others. The choice is yours. Remind yourself that you are not doomed to repeat the past. Feel free to use any of the following affirmations if it resonates with you. I am not doomed to repeat the past. I can create a new family culture. I am an adult now. I am no longer a child. I can set boundaries with people and keep myself safe. I know what boundaries are important to me, and I can set them when needed. My family isn't a representation of who I am. I get to choose who is a part of my family, and they may not all be blood related. My childhood was hard and is over now. So, my audience, when you choose to use these affirmations, please use them daily and say them as often as possible. Understand that your past does not define you. As an adult, you can make different choices. Remember, you can't change people. You can only change yourself. By virtue of that, you change the behavior of others. So, my audience, my final thoughts are. Growing up in a dysfunctional family can be brutal. I absolutely understand. It's an ongoing war that leaves multiple battle scars. However, as an adult, you don't have to keep fighting the war. You can end it. And while you might always have flashbacks or triggers, don't let them dictate your present life. Know that you can make different choices. To be honest, in the beginning, you may have to do things that go against the grain of who you think or believe you are. But by doing these things over and over again, I promise you, things can change. 
the cycle of dysfunction can be broken. A new and improved cycle can be built, and you can be the one to do it. So, my audience, I hope this has been helpful, and thank you for listening. Until next week, stay safe, learn heaps, and find the courage to practice these tools. Bye for now. You can find this podcast, to be honest, on Apple Podcast, Spotify, and my website, www.drbarbarakiao.com. D R B A R B A R A K I A O dot com. <laughs> <laughs>